as we were talking, the problem of what to do when you have a significant wedge of money that might represent years and years and years of sweat equity. It's all you've got. It's got to last you. What do you do with it when interest rates from term deposits in the banks are so very, very low? Is it time to think outside the square, time to be a bit more risky? Sam Stubbs is the founder and managing director of Simplicity, investment firm and KiwiSaver provider. Sam, very good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. I was wondering, amusing to myself, thinking about the, the number of very clever New Zealanders we have who have great ideas, develop them to a certain point and then flog them off overseas. Yep. With things the way they are now, property, you know, having residential property as a as a landlord would not be for the faint-hearted, with interest rates so low, with trade sure. wars making the stock markets a bit scary. Yep. Would this be a viable option if you wanted to invest some money to try and get a, a reasonable return? Yeah, look, it's, uh, look. I think as a general rule in these sort of environments, if you want to get higher returns, you are going to have to take on more risk. This is right at the far end of, of the risk scale. You, know, you are taking on quite a bit of risk, particularly if you're investing in only a handful of startups or very few of them. So if you wanted to benefit from them, what history tells you is that you'd need to invest a little in a lot of them and you need to be very patient because, it, depending on the country and the time, about 60 to 90% of startup companies will fail. So, you, you know, your investment will go from something to nothing. So what you're really betting on is getting a, a, a win from those that do very well. And it's really, really hard to work out which companies will do well. You know, I'll, I'll give you an example. Mm. If I said to you five years ago, a New Zealand company which sends rockets into space from the Mahia Peninsula <laughs> will be worth a billion dollars. Yep. You would have said, you're crazy. There's no way. So it's really, really hard to pick them. So for so, every rocket lab in zero, there's 99 we don't hear about. There really are. Yeah, absolutely. So what you need to do, so, so, so typically in startup companies, it tends to be for professional investors or those people who have you know, a lot of money to invest in that sector, typically you know, more than $100,000. And even what they would do, you know, the most successful investor in this area would be Sir, Sir Stephen Tyndall, and he would tell you that, and he, that he says this all the time, the way to do it is to invest a little in a lot of companies. And yeah, even that's though quite difficult to do, yeah. And so even though he's talking huge amounts of money, yeah, um, you have to be prepared to lose it. You ha- you really do have to be prepared, and you have to be patient because most of these companies, the really successful ones, the zeros and the rocket labs. If you think about how long it's taken them, you know, these have been five to ten year journeys before you really start to see the upside in these investments. Yep. Companies tend to fail very quickly, but they succeed slowly. It takes a lot longer than you think. Now, some of them can be spectacular wins, of course. Ones like Zero and Rocket Labs have ended up making people a lot of money. But at the time, it would have been a very long process you know, from the time you make that investment. So you can do it. You get an awful lot of the returns, though, you would sort of get from startup companies when you invest in in their stock market. I mean, you you are taking on a reasonable amount of risk there, but you have got companies that have already established themselves and should do over time pretty well. So for most investors, what I, I would think that they would be better to look to the stock market to be the place to actually invest money rather than go into startups. But if you have a lot of money, if you can diversify and if you're very patient, then by all means do it. I can understand why people are getting concerned because their their best earning years are behind them. Yeah. And things are looking a bit dicey. It's fine if you want to borrow money, but if you yeah. want to invest money, it's 
it's a yeah, yeah. precarious now, landscape, isn't it? Yeah, look, it, I, I think for the last five years, sort of, you know, it, it, interest rates have sort of headed in one direction post 2008, and that, that has meant that it's been tough for people relying on term deposits, but it has supported the stock market, which is why we've had these fantastic returns. I think that there's one, that there's one, one thing you, you need to bear in mind is that is that all investment returns are basically set off where interest rates are, right? So if interest rates are lower, mm. you should get a lower return, but it also does support the, the you know stock stock markets. I think we're about to get into a period of time, or we have been in a while now, where interest rates are way lower than people ever expected they would be. But I think you can relatively safely expect they're going to stay low, low for quite a long period of time. That's going to be really tough for people who rely on fixed interest investments. The returns will be lower. They're going to have to adjust their lifestyle if they want to have their you know, capital guaranteed and those interest payments guaranteed by you know, having them in the bank or government stock. They're going to have to adjust their lifestyles. Otherwise, you're going to have to accept that you may need to take on more risks to get higher returns. That probably means going into, as you mentioned, residential property or the stock market. But you can be somewhat comforted by the fact that, yes, they will go up and down in the short term, but they're very well supported because, you know, everyone has to make these decisions, right? Mm. You have to decide, mm. where am I going to invest my money? And, and, and what we've seen is a lot more people putting a lot more money into the stock market because they realise that, well, it does go up short, it does go you know, up and down short term, but they will get rewarded for taking on that extra risk. But once again, you have to be patient. And you have to be diversified. The most important thing is don't get too emotional about anything short term and don't put all your eggs in one basket. If you spread your risk and are patient, you will be rewarded for that. Yes, absolutely. And not check it every single day and have a cardiac infarction. Absolutely do not check it every day. (laughs) I I manage over over a billion dollars. I don't check the markets every day. I don't pay attention to it. Because what I know is that we have over 3,000 investments in 23 different countries. I know that on any one day markets will go up or down. We can't do anything about that. They just go up or down. But what we can do is we can concentrate on diversifying our investments to make sure that, that no one thing going wrong is going to, you know, yeah. um, seriously damage people's returns. And 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 and, and it, it it works for ten thousand dollars just as much as it works for a billion dollars. It's the same principle. Yeah, I could not do your job. I could not sleep at night. You'd have to have. <laughs> I sleep very very well at night. I, I promise you because I know I know that yeah. these things are very diversified. I know that they're all in great companies. Things will be okay, you yeah. know, and, and just don't get spooked by the markets. I think we have a world where, you know, we have all this information. Everyone, you know, oh. the, 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 the yeah. news media is constantly telling you markets going up, markets going down because it's very emotional, right? And it's great, you know. It's a, the, the, but 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 those those emotions work against you when you're investing. The patient will always be rewarded, and the people who diversify their risk will always be rewarded. But you have to be patient and you have to not pay too much attention to what you hear day by day. The other ones I worry about, and this was a story that was around a couple of days ago, and they call them the fake rich. And when I was growing up in the provinces, I think we called them the dirty flash because they look flash. (laughs) But, you know, you you have a look underneath or you wipe away the veneer. There's not a lot there. There are people living these ridiculous lifestyles that they simply cannot afford. What's going to happen when they stop earning? Well, you see, yeah, well, look, it's, it's a real problem because what happens is when you get low interest rates, right, and when you get banks offering you products like, you know, floating rate mortgages, you can always stick it on the mortgage. Mm. And when interest rates are really low, 
everything seems really affordable, right? Because you're not paying that much interest on the money you borrow. So people say, stick it on the mortgage. You know, I'll pay for that overseas holiday or that new car by putting it on the mortgage. Or you get... Get um, you know you know basically low, lower lower interest rates generally um, encourage people to spend. Here's the issue: that's okay if you're spending on something that increases in value. It's okay to borrow more money if you're buying a bigger house to a certain extent. Yeah. And if you're getting the benefit of low interest rates, that's okay. That means that you can afford to do that. But if you're borrowing money to consume, you're absolutely right. You've got to pay it back at some stage. And, and and so you, you you're in this 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 false sense of optimism. You know, you're putting it off until tomorrow. I don't have to worry about that. I'll worry about that later on. I'll worry about that when I sell my house. But remember, all of that money you're borrowing, and, and it's really bad if it's on things like credit cards or payday loans or whatever. But even if it's on the mortgage, remember that yeah, there will be a day of reckoning for that. You will have to pay it back. And remember, you've got to live off the proceeds of your house. If you're sticking this all on the mortgage. Mm. When you retire and sell a house, you've got to live off those proceeds for the rest of your life. So the biggest rule about this is that, you know, we, we, when you get into these low interest rate environments is don't be tempted to spend more money on your lifestyle, particularly if it's a lifestyle decision you're making, just because it appears that it's a lower cost to do now, you know, or, 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 or the, 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 the cost of doing so appears to be less. It's not. The thing costs just exactly the same, and you're going to have to pay it back at some stage. And remember, when that holiday is long forgotten, mm. you'll still be left with the debt. <laughs> Absolutely, so, and, and it's also getting into that mindset of not having the plunket baby of de- you know the plunket baby attitude of demand feeding. You know, it's like. Just because I want it doesn't mean I can have it. Absolutely. So the smartest people I know with money, and the richest people I know with money, they borrow money to buy things that increase in value, but they never borrow money to spend on things that don't or that are gone. So they they they, they borrow to invest. They don't borrow to consume. Yeah. And you, I mean, you're absolutely right. We get bombarded with messages by this, by this, and, and as you say, you get you know keep. keep Keeping up with the Joneses type attitude, mm. you know, they've got it, so I've got to have it. Someone's prepared to lend me the money. Oh, okay, we'd better do that. If you can resist that temptation, you will. You'll. <laughs> I think you'll end up being a lot happier in life. You'll certainly have a lot more secure retirement because you just have more money. And if you get money, you get choices. And if you have choices, yeah. you have dignity. You know. Couldn't agree more. It's so good to hear you. Thank you so much, Sam. I really appreciate your time. Founder, Managing Director, Simplicity Investment Firm and KiwiSaver Provider. All hat and no cattle. All fur coat and no knickers. Fantastic.